Our big question for today is, what is your inheritance? I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is God's Wisdom for Today, a weekday live broadcast series from the book of Proverbs. Just like a proverb, this show is a short, wisdom-packed nugget of truth teaching us how to live our lives well. The book of Proverbs is an invitation from God to step into the wisdom of God. It is a very practical roadmap for developing the skill of living. Let's dive into episode 56 today as we take a look at Proverbs 3.35. We're going to read it and talk about the language and the meaning, and then we're going to connect it to our everyday lives by asking ourselves some questions. But before we get to all that, let's stop and pray for a moment. Father, I so appreciate this opportunity to open your word, to learn from things you directly want to tell us. Spirit, I ask that you would give us understanding. Give us a new perspective on what you are telling us. Teach us each the lesson that we each need to learn and drive it into our hearts in such a way that it doesn't just become head knowledge, but that it becomes heart knowledge and affects our behavior, affects our attitudes, affects our worship. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's take a look at Proverbs 3.35. It is a short verse. The wise will inherit honor, but fools get disgrace. We're in a passage of Proverbs 3 that is titled in the CSB, Treat Others Fairly. We are closing out chapter 3 today with this verse, and we've been in a series of contrasts, warnings about acting wickedly, about treating others fairly. Now, today's contrast is the results of being wise or a fool. I think this is one of the first times, main times, that we've talked about this particular issue, the wise versus the fools. And we'll see this dichotomy a lot throughout Proverbs. The word fool appears 40 times in the ESV. And different kinds of fools are mentioned throughout different parts of Proverbs. In 10.14, we'll see someone who can't stop talking long enough to listen. In 10.23, we'll see someone who doesn't take sin seriously, called a fool. We'll see someone who is reckless and careless in 14.16 and someone who's full of themselves in 12.15. Often in scripture, a fool isn't just someone who's silly. That's how we kind of think of that word. But it's associated instead with wickedness and a direct denial of God. Psalm 53.1 says, The fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt, doing abominable iniquity. There is none who does good. Psalm 53.1. One commentator describes it this way, Because God has infinite wisdom, the person who neglects God will naturally miss out on wisdom. He will become a fool. A fool is anyone who does not follow the warnings and commands of God. A fool lacks wisdom, has no concern for others, does not desire to avoid sin, and brags about his sinful actions. The scripture is clear that we are to avoid living as a fool. Rather, we are to fear the Lord, walk in his wisdom, and follow his ways. Now, so far this week, we've seen that the wicked are cursed and the righteous are blessed. The prideful scorners are they themselves scorned, and the humble are given grace or favor. So we have the wicked, the prideful, and the fool with negative consequences, and the righteous, the humble, and the wise with positive ones. The wise will inherit honor, but fools get disgrace. Let's look at those results. Let's look at the word honor. Normally, that word is used in reference to God. It implies glory, majesty, and wealth. 
It implies ascribing value or esteem to something. It means that it must be taken seriously. This is what the wise will inherit. Now, inheritance in Nelson's Bible Dictionary is talked about this way. To the Hebrew mind, the term inheritance has strong spiritual and national associations, extending far beyond the family estate. The land of Canaan was regarded as an inheritance from the Lord because God had promised the land to Abraham and his descendants in Numbers 33.53. The Apostle Paul's concept of a spiritual inheritance for Christians is primarily of Jewish origin, but the doctrine was strongly influenced by Greek and Roman inheritance practices. Three of those influences were this. Inheritance was regarded as immediate as well as ultimate, immediately and ultimately. All legitimate heirs usually shared in the inheritance equally and jointly rather than a division favoring the firstborn son. And legally adopted children enjoyed full inheritance rights along with natural offspring. According to Paul, the Christian spiritual inheritance is based strictly on our relationship with Christ. Galatians 3, 26 and 29 say, For you are all sons of God through faith in Jesus Christ. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Which is good news for you and I, because we are probably not Jewish and eligible without Christ. Other New Testament passages present the Christian spiritual inheritance as a reward for faithfulness and for Christ-likeness. Jesus invited those showing kindness in his name to, quote, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world, Matthew 25, 34. So an inheritance is a big deal, and the wise inherit honor, and that implies a permanent possession with immediate benefits. In contrast to the wise, the fool gets disgrace. Now, that can also be translated shame or dishonor or ignominy. (laughs) I've practiced that word. Ignominy, which is interesting because that's public shame or disgrace. George Lawson says, fools are fond of honors, but all the honors that they can enjoy are like bubbles when they glitter in the sun. They shall be promoted indeed, but their exaltation shall be like that of Haman, who was exalted when he was hung upon the gallows 50 cubits high. Their shame shall be conspicuous to the world when they shall be covered with everlasting disgrace and become abhorring to all flesh. I'm going to give you one more quote from Raymond C. Ortland Jr. It says, Your everything depends on how you read that verse. Who are the wise? Who are the fools? Who really are the winners and losers in this world? How you answer that question reveals everything about you because how you answer that question reveals how you see the cross of Jesus. From one point of view, the cross is for losers and failures and weaklings and outsiders. From the opposite point of view, the cross represents everything to be trusted, admired, and embraced. Here is the future. The wise in Christ will inherit the honor of Christ. Now let me remind you what honor is. It is usually ascribed to God. It is glory, majesty, and wealth. It implies great value. You are going to inherit something. Our choices have consequences. We will receive a lasting inheritance of either honor or disgrace. Let's ask ourselves some questions. The wise will inherit honor and the fool's everlasting shame and disgrace. If you were to receive that today, which would you be given? How motivating is this contrast, honor versus disgrace? And if you are not in line to receive honor, what do you have to change in your life to get in line to receive honor? Today's big question is, what is your inheritance?
If you want a place to think about those questions a little bit deeper and longer and be able to go back to them and write down what your answers would be as we're going along or the things that you're learning, we send out a set of free journal pages each Sunday evening in an email. If you want to get on that list, go to getwisdom.link backslash email, hop on that list, and we will be happy to send those out to you every Sunday evening. As for me, reading about an inheritance of honor in, in passing, just reading the word has never really meant that much. It wouldn't mean that much this morning. It probably wouldn't be very motivating to me. But I'm reminded today that we are not supposed to just read scripture. We're supposed to digest it. Because when you dig into what that means and what that little simple verse really shows, it's much more motivating. And so today, I am just reminded that I need to go deeper to think, to process what I read. How about you? What will you do with what you've learned today? Let's close with prayer. Father, we ask for your wisdom, but not for our success, not not so that we can get honor, not so that we can receive wealth, but instead so that we can know you better, so we can love you better and love others better. We ask for it so that we could live lives that are honoring to you. So give us that kind of wisdom the kind of wisdom that transforms our hearts into hearts like Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all so much for being with me today. I so appreciate you diving into scripture with me. If you find this broadcast helpful, ask a friend to come along and join us on Monday at our next broadcast. If you are a podcast listener, subscribe and share the podcast with a friend. The more people who see this show in the algorithm, the more people we can help with the word of God. I will see you again on Monday. Until then, y'all have a fantastic weekend. Mm -hmm.